Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Movie, the only podcast that I know of around here local in Amish country that's on wheels. Uh, so, yeah, I'm tearing my way through Amish country this morning on my way to work and wanted to share another episode with you. And it's, uh, again, full moon Christmas. Why I'm doing this to myself I don't know. Uh, seemed like a good idea at the time, but I don't know. It's a, it's becoming a bit of punishment. With that being said, this episode, we are talking about Shadow Zone. Yeah. It's another one of those that, you know, you saw the, the, the artwork, and you're like, okay. You got this mongoloid, reptilian-looking creature with a lab jacket on the cover coming looks like he's either disappearing or something like that right well just a disclaimer you don't see anything like that in this movie well maybe you see something like it but you don't see what's on the cover that's for sure at all at all at all you don't frighten me at all that's for my Miami Connection fans out there uh yeah, so 1990, the beginning of the downfall of the horror movie genre, even though this is not really horror, it's considered sci-fi, it's barely even that. So, you know, let's let's talk about our cast for a minute. You've you got some pretty heavy hitters in this one that give you some credibility. It blows my mind how, you know, Charles Band can get these people rounded up to be in his movies well, this is a production. It's not necessarily his movie. But, uh, you know, these are people that are, you know, not dead and gone, not hanging on the last moment. I mean, you got James Hong in here who, in 1990, I mean, I don't know, he was still doing quite a bit of stuff. So, you know, David Lopan from Big Trouble in Little China is one of our scientists in this movie, or the doctor. You've got uh, Louise Fletcher in this. Now, this is a bit of a stretch just because, you know, everybody knows her as Nurse Ratchet from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I mean, that's her big contribution to the film world, which she is great at, by the way. And she's pretty much the same character in this one, too. Um, the other one I'm going to bring up is uh, Miguel A. Uh, Nuez Jr., who was in uh, Re- Return of the Living Dead. So, uh, that's pretty much your heavy hitters that are in this movie. Uh, wow, the, the, uh, the cast credits on here says Linda Carter, but I don't remember her being in the movie. But anyways, maybe she is. She's definitely not the naked chick in it, I can tell you that. But, um, anyways, not a good movie. Uh, I'll just come right out and say it. This will probably be a pretty short review because there's not a lot really to talk about. It, you know, if you took if you took Alien and downscaled it and made it more of a humanoid thing, it's almost like Life Force and Alien kind of mixed. That's kind of what you're getting here. It's uh, there's a lot of not seeing stuff, right? So. These doctors are working on this project. 
called Shadow Zone, bringing in creatures from the other side. Uh, but they're in human form, or they absorb humans. Who knows? They, they got a lot of uh, volunteers. And uh, this guy from the military is there to check up on it because it is a military project. And they're in this isolated area. It's a lot like... It reminded me a lot of uh, where uh, Day of the Dead happens, right? Remember the salt mines? Kind of reminds me of that to a certain degree. But uh, a lot of technology there. They've even got the big sleepers that they put the people in to put them in like a deep sleep state for all this. And apparently they can crank up these these uh, airwaves, biowaves. I don't know. Really wasn't paying that much attention at this point. Because I was like, oh, okay, I've seen this before. They crank up the waves and it creates uh, these passway, passageways to happen into these people. So they got, like I said, these uh, naked people laying out in these booths. They could at least put some, you know, some bottoms on them or something. But, you know... Uh, and it's uh, gratuitous on both ends, right? <laughs> Literally. You got male and female sitting here with nothing but a shower cap on. And, uh, you know, they don't hold back with the camera angles, that's for sure. Uh, and the uh, the military guy wants them to, to run the test on the male and see what happens. Well, they run the test. and There's a pretty decent bladder effect that happens here on the guy's face, even though he never really wakes up, but it's like he's coming out of the trance or whatever, but you start seeing the veins and stuff start popping up on the face. And it looks pretty good, you know? Have to give him that. That's about all I can say about this one. And, uh, you've got, uh, the scenario where the, uh, Louise Fletcher character, Dr. Earnhardt, is real partial to this project, right? Um, very much so to where even though you've got one of them that's running around eventually that's breaking loose and is a threat to everybody starts killing you know pretty much everybody there and that's pretty much your your alien story i mean it's 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 set up so, so much the same uh there's even a scene where a guy's in this area where the the there's like condensation dripping down on his face and he freaks out and just starts shooting everywhere it's pretty comical but it's dead up and like I said it's just it's alien without alien in it and they just put another creature in there but they're not on a spaceship and uh, yeah <laughs> again that, that's that's all this movie is they even have a video screen that they're watching which is poorly done I have to admit of tracking down where this creature is, which they call John Doe, right? They don't have a name for it. But he even responds to it that way. So he hacks into the computer system, starts changing all the programming to suit itself because it can't live in this atmosphere for very long. So it's dialing up things to bring all this to an end, right? Pretty much this movie in the nutshell as far as that. And, uh... You know, you spend the rest of the movie, this thing can transform. It's, it's, it's got uh, elements of the thing as well, right? Because it can be anybody or anything at any time. Uh, I like to say, if this movie is anything, it's a story about a girl and her monkey. Now, 
me rephrase that. Get your mind out of the gutter. Uh, there's a girl and a pet monkey who's one of the scientists. She's there. She's got this monkey that she takes everywhere. I think his name is Bingo. And, uh, you know, that's that's all fine and dandy. But there's one point where she's looking for a monkey because it's gone again. Get your mind out of the gutter. And uh, she finds him. But when she gets him, it's it's not him, right? So it would be cool if you saw some, like, transformation things like the thing. But now you're not going to get that here. This is more of a uh, we're not going to really show you anything type movie, right? So you just have to use your imagination, which I'm going to say is probably better than what they're going to put on the screen. Because uh, when you do get to finally see John Doe when he reveals himself... I don't know, man. It's like they made him out of glue sticks. It's it's not very effective at all. It's like a poor a poor man's version of trying to create the uh, David Cronenberg fly, but you found a couple of you know tennis balls or whatever that you painted up as eyeballs and took candle wax and some glue sticks and just I don't know made something kind of has a melty effect, but it's very, you know, the fly creature-like as far as kind of humped over and, you know, looks very fragile, but has a lot of strength, that kind of idea. But there is this thing called the Shadow Zone, which I was going through the whole movie going, this thing's called Shadow Zone and it has nothing to do with anything, but apparently this whole project is called Shadow Zone because they do have a black hole type scenario where there's a a wall that you can pass through to get to whatever's on the other side, right? Uh, Nurse Ratchet, well, not Nurse Ratchet, but Dr. Earnhardt finds this out. And again, she's partial to this project, and when they're talking about trying to kill off John Doe, she doesn't want it to happen because he's the perfect specimen. He's smarter than any regular human and can, you know, be way steps ahead of you in the process so she's just enthralled by the genius of this you know being even though all it wants to do is kill you and get out of there right you gotta have that scientist right again it's the whole alien scenario right and uh the only communication that you really see happen between John Doe and everybody else in this movie is on a computer screen, which is all a bunch of gibberish. But Dr. Earnhardt just starts talking to the computer screen, and it's like John Doe can hear him, hear her. And he types back his answers, which is pretty much, yeah, I gotta kill you all. What choice do you have but to trust me, because this is what's gotta happen. And you need to take the, the, the hot chick that's in the sleeping booth with the shower cap on, and get her juiced up so I can have a mate because I'm not going to live very long or whatever. You know, there's some story there that I really was just like, yeah, I don't really care. Uh, And so that's the plan, right? They're going to try to set this place up, get the girl set out so he'll come and get her and whatever. I mean, (laughs) again, it doesn't matter. Uh, We do have Dr. Earnhardt going into the shadow zone and coming back out and she describes to the military guy what she saw and how beautiful it was. And then 
Mr. Glue Stick guy comes up behind her, John Doe, and shoves a metal pipe through her heart and kills her. And, uh, yeah. Then, then the military guy tries to wake up the, the, the girl, and while that's going on, you end up uh, killing John Doe, and the hot chick in the sleeping thing wakes up and goes, what happened? And the screen goes off. That's pretty much it. Uh, like I said, not much to this one. You can kind of see what they were going for, but it's done very, very poorly. Again, I know, it's full moon. You gotta have to really check in your expectations at the door, because you're not gonna get a whole lot. You do get pleasant surprise from time to time. This is not one of them. Matter of fact, this could be the worst full moon movie I've seen. It just doesn't go anywhere. And it was really boring. Uh, maybe conceptual-wise, conceptual-wise, conception-wise, that's two different things. Uh, let me think of that hot chick again, I guess. Uh, there's a... Uh, it, it probably made sense on paper, but it just does not come across on screen. It's poorly done. James Hong is always fun to see. He doesn't last very long. Um, that's pretty much this movie. I'm I'm not going to watch this one again, I'm pretty sure. So on my scale of rating, I'm going to give this thing a one. Uh, just really did not like this movie at all. It would have been cooler if you saw some kind of lizard skin, you know, creature coming from beyond with a lab jacket on. So you had an opportunity there, man, but uh, you didn't pull it off, right? Your art works better than your movie, which happens a lot. But uh, that's kind of where this one falls. So, folks, I'm going to cut this one just a hair short, but that's kind of where I am on this one. Uh, let me know your thoughts on this one if you like it, if you loathe it. Uh, I don't know. It just didn't do anything for me, and I normally like a movie like this. I can think of several alien rip-offs rip -offs that I've kind of enjoyed in the past. This one does not fall in that category. All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later, yo.